Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where economic developers from across the country spill their secrets to our host, Nicole D'Souza. You'll hear firsthand accounts from economic developers in the trenches, from what works to what doesn't work, how deals come together or how deals go bad. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets. This month's special guest is Michelle Geller, Economic Development Manager at the City of Escondido. Michelle discusses their comprehensive economic development strategy that is rooted in data. She also shares information about Innovate 78, which is their regional alliance. Let's jump right in to Michelle's Economic Development Secrets. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah, could you start out by telling the audience a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, my name is Michelle Geller, and I'm the Economic Development Manager for the City of Escondido. Escondido is a city in North San Diego County. Um, I've worked for the city for 12 years, and prior to that, I worked for the City of Sunnyvale up in the Bay Area. So all told, I've been in city government for 16 years. And, um, you know, to me, it's important that the job I go to every day allows me to help people and the help I get to provide to our local businesses is, is really important and really satisfying. Yeah, I can imagine so many people in the economic development field say that it truly is a wonderful field to be in. It's the best part of my job, for sure. That's great. Well, can you tell us a little bit more about Escondido and the community that you serve? Yeah, certainly. Um, so as I mentioned, Escondido's in North San Diego County. We're about 30 miles north of downtown San Diego and about 20 miles inland. Our population is about 150,000 people. Um, we are a really diverse city. We are 50% Latino and 50% Caucasian um, as of the last you know, census. And um, we're also a a pretty old city relatively. We were incorporated in 1888. So um, the advantage to that is we have a very authentic historic downtown center and we just have a lot of history and a lot of culture. Um, obviously there are disadvantages, disadvantages to being an older city too. Um, our biggest industry is actually retail, which is very much um, because of where we're situated. We're situated at I-15 and 78, which is a very easily accessible spot in North San Diego County for shopping. And we have our own auto park and our own regional mall. Again, retail is a great advantage when the economy is going well like it is now. So we're generating a lot of sales tax revenue. Um, you know, it's a, it's a volatile revenue base, but right now things are going really well in Escondido in terms of being a retail hub. What do you think some of the strengths of your organization are? Um, you know, Escondido is, we actually tend to be um, a very innovative city in terms of the businesses that we have here. Um, there was recently a study that showed that Escondido is in the top 25 in terms of patents held in the entire nation. Um, we're home to Palomar Medical Center, which opened in 2012 and is a billion dollar state-of-the-art hospital. And then um, we're also headquarters of Stone Brewing, which um, many people may be familiar with is one of the most well-known craft breweries that sort of started it all, you know, in this area 
10 years ago or so. So, um, and then we have a lot of smaller businesses kind of in the 10 to 30 employee range that are doing precision manufacturing and specialty food and beverage manufacturing and software and hardware and definitely a lot of innovation, a lot of entrepreneurs and um, a lot of people being being creative. Very neat. That's great. Well, I know it is very important to you and your organization to have an economic development strategy that is rooted in data and that is enhanced by feedback from the community. Can you please tell us a little bit about why this is such a vital aspect of economic development? Yeah, um, back in 2011, you know, when when I started doing economic development, you know, really seriously here in Escondido, we didn't really have a roadmap for policy de decisions for the future of um, of our economy here. Um, so. I thought it was really important that we do a comprehensive economic development strategy, also called a SEDS, which is the acronym for that um, document. And it basically is a roadmap for economic development in your region. And it's it's based on data. Um, so, you know, we hired a consultant. Um, also, you are required to have what's called a SEDS committee, which is a committee make up, made up of stakeholders that is majority private sector. So that was a huge um, benefit to doing this process as well, because we engaged stakeholders from every industry in Escondido to give us input on, you know, they had the real boots on the ground experience of doing business in Escondido you know, what had been their experience up to that point and where did they see the future of Escondido's economy going? So our first SEDS was completed back in 2012. Um, I continued to use it as a roadmap. It wasn't just one of those reports that you do and then it sits on the shelf gathering dust. And we just updated our SEDS in January of this year. And uh, there's not a day that goes by that I don't look at it and, you know, kind of check in and, and see how we're doing. And um, I'm happy to report that, you know, the, the main businesses that we identified in our SEDS of having a, a large presence here in Escondido, among them is agriculture, clean tech, um, healthcare, information and communications, and specialty foods and beverages. We're seeing growth in every single area of those through businesses either newly locating here or growing here. So it's it's great to see your plan actually, you know, happening in real time. Exciting to see the plan coming to fruition, but also um, I think it's great that you look back and see how you're doing and check, you know, the status of the plan. I know so many economic developers um, make, you know, strategic plans and then kind of put them on the shelf and then in five years, take them off the shelf and say, hey, we need to make a new one. Um, right. So it's awesome that you're, you know, keeping an eye on it and seeing how, you know, measuring your success as you go. Well, it's definitely a lot easier to build on industries that already have a good anchor in your city rather than sort of you know, trying to reinvent the wheel or, you know, become the next Silicon Valley or become the next this or that, um, you know, so we really tried to build on our strengths that 
had, you know, already existed in Escondido and really leverage that into growth. Because as I'm sure most of your listeners who are in economic development know, um, you know, most of the growth in a city's economy comes from expanding your existing businesses, not necessarily doing all the work to attract new businesses into your community. So, so we really focus on that. And um, so far, it's, it's been working. That's wonderful. Well, and you also won an award for, well, Escondido won an award for your comprehensive economic development strategy from the American Planning Association San Diego chapter. So congratulations. Thank you. How can listeners implement a strategy similar to yours? And well, also, do you have any advice for them? Oh, sure. And, you know, I have to say that getting the award from the APA was a big deal because, again, I don't know if your listeners in economic development have experienced this, but, you know, back in the day, economic developers and planners didn't necessarily always see eye to eye. You know, sometimes the economic developers were the ones out in the community making big promises and then the planners were the ones back at City Hall saying, I'm sorry, you can't do that. <laughs> so I'm happy to report that, you know, at least here in Escondido and also sort of in the North County region where I work, um, our development staff and our economic development staff are really, we really complement one, one another. So we don't, you know, we don't try to oversell things and we try to stay, you know, within the, um, you know, the the general plans that we've put a lot of work into. And then our development staff really goes out of their way to streamline applications, to be flexible in terms of new businesses coming in. So I'm really happy with where we're at and also just be, with being recognized by the APA. Um, I definitely would recommend any city do a comprehensive economic development strategy. Um, as SEDS, an official SEDS, as approved by the Economic Development Administration, also allows cities to apply for federal grants from the EDA. So it doesn't take that much more to get an official SEDS if you're already hiring a consultant to do a strategy. So I always would recommend that. And then choosing the right stakeholders in your community to make sure that you know the plan even if there are maybe some industries or some folks in your city that you know are knowledgeable and engaged, but, but maybe they tend to disagree with the city, it's still important to have those folks at the table because ultimately everybody's going to need to buy in on this plan and everybody's going to be needing to sing the same song as, as you're promoting the plan. So I'm really fortunate here in Escondido. I have a lot of really engaged, um, smart stakeholders that represent our our major industries and they're always willing to provide feedback and and to be involved in our processes so i feel really fortunate that way and then as you said don't put it on the shelf and only look at it every five years you know if if you're going to invest the time and and the your budget into a plan make it a working plan and if you have to go back and maybe correct some things you know, it's a living document and, and definitely make it work for you. That would be my advice to anybody doing that. Would you be able to share what some of the metrics are that you use to measure your success? Oh, sure. Okay, so in our 
in our SEDS, you know, the first time we we did a SEDS, like I said, was back in 2011. So really prior to that, we didn't even have a baseline of, of where we were at in terms of what our largest industries were, um, you know, where we were experiencing leakage, if you will. It's not my favorite economic development term, but, you know, where people were going outside Escondido to you know, utilize these certain types of businesses. Um, so, you know, setting setting the baseline was really an important first step to even being able to measure our success. So when we when we had our first SEDS done, then we could really look and see, okay, well, you know, here's where we have um, a heavy concentration of, for example, healthcare. Back when we did our first SEDS, our our major hospital was still under construction. So we knew that that was coming down the pipeline, but it still had not, you know, had the impact on our um, economy like it eventually would. But knowing that it was coming, we identified healthcare as a major industry to focus on. And, um, you know, I, I wouldn't say that's rocket science, but it's definitely, you know, one of those things that, that, you know, if you don't look, if you don't really take a look at what's going on in your community, you might miss something like that. So then, as I'm looking at our um, achievements that we've done over the last seven years, indeed, building a you know a very large state-of-the-art hospital um, has actually there has been growth in the healthcare industry around that even more than we anticipated. There's been um, a 70,000 square foot medical office building built nearby. Um, there is another one in the pipeline now. Um, other kind of supportive industries have benefited from the hospital being there. So, you know, seeing that that was an industry that we anticipated growth and then looking back and seeing like, yep, that growth happened and is continuing to happen. And the hospital created 900 jobs on site and another, um, you know, several hundred around, then I would say that was definitely um, a successful industry to focus on. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Can you also tell us about your Innovate 78 initiative? Yeah, Innovate 78 is, um, it's a regional economic development co collaboration between Escondido, San Marcos, Vista, Carlsbad, and Oceanside, which are the five cities along the 78 corridor. The 78 corridor is a highway that runs east to west in North San Diego County. We are the furthest inland here in Escondido, and then it runs all the way to the coast. It ends in Oceanside. So traditionally, um, you know, cities tend to compete because um, economic developers often will focus on businesses that attract or that uh, generate sales tax revenue and um, you know, kind of, kind of look at it as a, you know, territorial game, um, and we had we had done that kind of back in the day, but um, in recent years, I'd say in the last five years, we just started to become more collaborative on an unofficial basis with our colleagues along the corridor, and um, our mayors also had started to develop um, a less competitive relationship and a more kind of collaborative relationship. We saw 
us kind of needing to compete against other regions like Los Angeles and the Bay Area and and even to some extent, you know, to downtown San Diego, which is perceived as being a bit, you know, kind of the the epicenter of industry and activity in North County, which is where we are, tends to be seen as a little bit more remote and sleepy, if you will. Um, So we thought, wow, you know, together we can be a lot more powerful in in this game of competing against other regions. Um, Together we have the coast and we have a state-of-the-art hospital and we have a California State University in San Marcos and we have Vista, which has more breweries per capita than any other city in the nation. I think they're neck and neck with Portland at this point. Um, So we realized that together we were going to be a lot more successful. And so we formalized the partnership in um, 2014, and we hired a a placemaking firm, a branding firm, and they came up with the Innovate 78 concept. And so our brand really focuses on innovation along the 78 corridor and companies who do all sorts of different things, but they all have the common denominator of doing it in an innovative way. So that is Stone Brewing Company making beer and creating a destination in an innovative way. That's Viasat and Carlsbad. Um, That's pharmaceutical companies, or excuse me, biotech companies in Oceanside like Genentech. And, you know, we definitely have a lot of really innovative and important companies along the 78 corridor that people don't always, you know, remember. So as a group, as our five cities, we really, um, you know, worked on raising awareness of the brand to start. We launched the website, innovate78.com. We partnered with the San Diego Regional Economic Development Corporation to manage our brand. And four years later, I would say that we've had a tremendous amount of success. We've built our audience um, in terms of, you know, website visibility, social media followers. Um, We are now getting hit up by other regions to come teach them how to do it. Um, Recently, earlier this year, I was invited to go up to the um, East Bay EDC, if you will, up in Oakland to give a presentation on how we did our regional collaboration. So it's we're starting to kind of gain momentum on this collaborative thing. And um, so far, everybody's just really, really happy with how it's turning out and really excited to to kind of see what's coming in the future. That's so exciting. I love hearing about different areas having really good uh, regionalism approaches to economic development. It's so neat to see what the partnerships can do and how much more successful you can be when everyone kind of takes their talents together and helps each other. It's very neat. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, frankly, businesses don't really care very much about city limits. Honestly, only cities really care about city limits. So really, we wanted to be sure that, you know, if a, if a large company locates in Carlsbad, they're certainly going to hire employees from Escondido and vice versa. And you just have so much more of a diverse um, selection of housing and talent. And, you know, we are so much more together than we are kind of separately in our own individual cities. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, Michelle, I have a couple of wrap up questions for you. 
The first is, what is your biggest economic development secret to success for other economic developers out there listening? Ah, yes, the secrets. Um, well, and I don't think this is going to come as any surprise, but there's no silver bullet to economic development. Um, you know, I, I think that consistency is extremely important. Um, having a plan rooted in data, and that also includes feedback from stakeholders. Now, that doesn't necessarily have to be a full-blown comprehensive economic development strategy, but um, even if it's something as simple as you know, just being sure that that you you got some some data to support your your plans, and then that you've also talked to people in the community and and gotten feedback from the people that are really out there in the trenches doing doing the work and running businesses in your city. Um, I think another important it's no secret, but sometimes we don't always remember to do this is to just get out of the office. Um, you know, I. I know the properties that are available in our city if I hop on CoStar or kind of cruise around on, on LoopNet, but driving around and, and checking out the vacancies, seeing what's under construction, you know, I try to do that at least once every other week and really just get out there and observe the city from, you know, a, a, a newcomer's perspective or just kind of from an outside perspective and and see where there are opportunities that maybe I would never come across had I just been, you know, sitting in my office responding to emails. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's definitely something to keep in mind. You're, and you're absolutely right. I think it does get forgotten, especially in today's uh, technology age. So, <laughs> indeed. And and one more thing, and I again, probably no secret, but um, the brokers in our communities are huge resources for information you know they're they're the folks out there really invested in making sure that our properties get leased and and sold and occupied so you know knowing the brokers in in our communities and talking to them and developing good relationships with them i think has always yielded incredible amounts of information and um you know i think it's probably one of the most important things you can do as an economic developer Wonderful. Well, and my last question for you is, what is your favorite hobby? <laughs> my favorite hobby is yoga, because you really need to stay centered when you're doing economic development. I centered and totally flexible. agree with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. That sounds great. <laughs> Well, Michelle, thank you so, so much for taking the time to join us today and share all of the wonderful things that you're involved in and that you are promoting in Escondido and just the regionalism. I found it so interesting and just thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much, Nicole, for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. For more information on this podcast or to listen to past episodes, check out www.impactdatasource.com.